I actually just wanted to talk to you about like a little bit of your experience of like buying these things or like looking for these things. <laughs> like that, that was my favorite part of this. Was was the, like, was, the, was the looking for the buying of this? Yeah, mm-hmm. I I felt um uh I felt like a way I haven't felt in a long time. Like I was really confused and I didn't know what I where to look <laughs> in the store. Like usually I know how to like um, break down. Like I walk into a wine store and I'm like, cool. I can like tell how this is set up, but I know where to find the things I like. And in here, I was like, where am I? Where do I go? <laughs> they asked me twice if I needed help, and I was like, do not talk to me. <laughs> if I, was, that's what I love. I love that it's the opposite of like how every other instance of us, like us being in wine shops. It's like, this is what a customer feels like when they go to like, yes. I don't know, like a natural wine store or something. Exactly like what probably. I was thinking. I was like, this is like a, um, like a Freaky Friday scenario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except with like a hundred dollars to burn. We're like, I've got 20 bucks. Buy me the most wine. <laughs> well, also it's like, in a lot of ways, I think it's more difficult to live in this lane because it's like every single bottle is eight ninety nine to twelve ninety nine, mm-hmm. And there are 5 million options. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "How would you even? Dis- how would you know what you wanted?" I've no like. It's wild. Well, I think I think the other part too is that like they're really they're really mark they're cover- they're covering their fucking bases. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. like every every specific cuvee, for example, has like you got a seven fifty, you got like the three seventy five, you got the one eighty seven, you got the can, you got the box, you got mm-hmm. everything you can ever ask for. Yeah, and it's like it's all here, right in front of you, and like you can buy you can buy a single serve portion for two ninety nine, right. or you can buy the nice bottle for thirteen bucks, and it's like you're the king of the party. It's it's it it is you're right in that like it's like mind frazzling. <laughs> it is mind frazzling. I I was thinking also like how different it is from buying cigarettes which is like i think the closest analog i have to something like this which is like like cigarettes are driven by brand allegiance there's not really that much of a difference between them oh but like, my god kevin you oh, have your brand you're gonna get letters man oh they're gonna be so pissed at me wait what's but, your brand i'm a nat sherman dog oh fuck you i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding there's only like really like five brands of cigarettes, right? Like there's Camel, Marlboro, Parliament, uh, Newport, Newport, and then what's then uh, I don't know, American and then like Spirits. American Spirits for like the Williamsburg crowd. What's yeah. up? Hello, so like gorgeous, you could, gorgeous girls smoke American Spirits. You can figure where you are in that, like, but here it's like, I don't know, how do you become a 19 crimes person versus? A dark horse person versus, you know what I mean? Like the celebrity influence makes so much more of a difference in this arena than, I mean, like how many of us have tried the uh, Brad and Angelina Pierre Peters? I haven't. haven't. Yeah. Um, But it's there. I feel like, you know, it's a completely different lane though. So it's like, it makes less of a, difference it's almost like they're using his name more than he's using their name yeah yeah because it does happen like one some of the ones you sent like as options miguel were like the um the cameron diaz brand yeah it just felt like it was yeah. a little too nice for these stores sort of the cameron diaz, yeah i feel like that would be like at whole foods yeah i don't know like i was it, just like oh it'd be it'd be 14 dollars instead of the 12 yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And it would also, or maybe people like do like the mail club or something and they get their sure, sure, sure. mail in the mail. But like, 
yeah, it's really fascinating. Anyway, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I I think it's really fun. Like some of the some of these products have like the same kind of quality assurances that you that you and I are all used to. Like um, this has a DOCG sticker. No shit, really? Come on, guys. Like that's, that's nice. to me that is like the the epitome of like. Here's something. Here's something that is absolutely for the consumer, but also for the trade. We're just following the guidelines and the rules, and and that's where we're at. I mean, we started talking about this stuff a couple episodes ago, where like delineated mistakes are kind of the thing that turns out drives a lot of appellation law. Like you know, like for champagne, for example, it's like, well, here's the one mistake that we we know that we can make and calculate i love these faces that everybody's making as they're taking sips of these <laughs> that was a wild ride <laughs> <laughs> kenneth what are you rocking with i don't i haven't seen your bottle yet okay so i figured out this app wait yes yeah there he goes wow that's amazing that makes me really happy yeah. actually that is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can die now. This is great. Um, I am going to open up my Nix Moscato peach. Thank you. Blue Nix. bottle. Yes. I'm having grape, <laughs> grape flavored Moscato, which sucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having regular flavored Moscato, the nasty. And so regular flavored Moscato doesn't taste like grapes is what I'm led to believe by this. <laughs> So I'm having a mix mixed fusion. So it's 5.5% alcohol and it's got grape juice and grape juice concentrate. And I think just sugar too. Yep. And sugar. But like, but like, what's the flavor? It's peach. No, mine's, mine's grape. <laughs> oh yeah. Mine says uh, ingredients, Moscato wine, which is good. Cause it's Moscato wine. Hell yeah. Um, Water, grape, grape juice, concentrate, sugar, natural flavors, but they still put mm. it in there. Yeah. Citric acid, that was a given. Carbon dioxide. Ooh. Uh, method chef and was. Uh, <laughs> and sodium benze, benzoate. And you on the benzos? Hell yeah. Benzo? <laughs> oh, and then in parentheses at the end, it says to preserve freshness. Mm. Um, yes. We love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I love I love all the other marks that like you never see on like other bottles here. It's like kosher for Passover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you gotta cover your bases there. Well, yeah, French winemakers don't put that there for normal reasons. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, French winemakers. I'm sorry. Is like the weird thing is this on the nose, it smells like Moscato. I mean, Moscato, like Moscato yeah. Dasi just smells like peaches. Like you don't yeah. have to add it mm-hmm. because it just smells like that already um yeah so i think i think just think it also has that like i don't know you guys smell that like car freshener smell with moscato mm-hmm. oh, it just smells like like uh like you open it you open something like industrial or fresh and it's like ah that's that's what it is i think part of it's that like ozone carbony thing that you get when you pop open a soda bottle mm-hmm. like or like a, a, a can um like and tennis that, like, balls yeah, that like, but that like rush of like pressurized air um, mm-hmm. that feel also some simultaneously feels stale. Uh, I, I call it like like um, a VCR cleaner. That's no, that's poppers, John. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that like circulated air when you get in like an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's COVID. Yeah, 
Well, no, you can't taste it if it's COVID. <laughs> right. Muscovid de, de Asti. Is that something? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, wait, so are the, the mixes that you guys are having, the Moscato mix, which is, is that someone's label? That's Nicki Minaj, baby. That's Nicki Minaj, right? Is that, so since it's like wine plus juice plus sugar, is that sellable in grocery stores or no? Yes, I saw it in a grocery store today. Yes. Actually, got it. Yeah, yeah. The guy at the liquor store was like, "We don't have it, but I'm going to tell you three places you can find it because I know all about it." Got it. Uh, and then we became friends, and I was like, "I'm going to come back here all the time." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that weird. Um, what's the legality? Anything that's under seven percent, I think you can sell in a grocery store in New York, um, because it's, it's ostensibly a beer product. Right, or it's like a wine cooler. Oh, uh, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not wine. It's wine product. Yeah. Um, which yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure the DOCs would love. A, like, a, I will have a field day, but it's like it's not wine. It's wine product. I mean, they're having they're they're laughing all the way to the bank. I I have to be honest. This wine is is fine if I'm not thinking about wine, and then the instant I'm like trying to, I'm like, oh, I hate it. But like, it is. It's two servings, two hundred and eighty calories. It's going to get me fucking tore up. (laughs) (laughs) This wine is like the color of water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say like that's the biggest difference. I mean, like it in terms of like taste, I think I was imagining something different maybe. Or maybe if I got a different flavor, it'd be different. But like the peach mix is just like really bad Moscato from Mm. Italy, you know, like with a lot of RS and mass produced but like this the color is the biggest difference right do you remember when like the hard seltzers first came out and most of them were actually sweet before they realized people wanted them to not have sugar in them mm-hmm. that's what i sort oh, yeah. of imagine because like a lot of those were like i forget what their first brand but like before like white claw right like white claw yeah, has white sugar claw. in it right no laws mm-hmm. drinking claws. Right. so like that's like i imagine that's what you guys are tasting where you're like okay i could tell there's like some alcohol in here I'm mostly tasting like artificial fruit flavor and like some bubbles and a bunch of sugar. That lands us in a nice place. Well, hi guys, this is Buzzin' or Disgustin'. (laughs) <laughs> that was really good, that was guys. Good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, we slowed it down for you. The students have become the masters. Chopped and this. screwed version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is Flawless Season 1. Uh, the last episode uh, of our series to talk about flaws. Uh, I'm Miguel. I'm Kenneth. And why don't you guys introduce yourselves? No, you guys have to introduce us. That's how it works. Yeah, God damn it. This is the one thing that gets to happen. You have to remember our names. (laughs) We have Ethan and Andrew from the Discorgeous Podcast. (laughs) What's up? I'm Andrew. (laughs) I'm Ethan. uh, Fuck you, dude. You're dropping the ones and twos. Uh, That jokes. This is, uh, we have the very handsome Kevin Diamond and the slightly less handsome John McCarroll. (laughs) That's right. Um, joining us from, from the Discordious podcast, today we're here to talk about um, late-stage capitalism and how that inherent flaw uh, gets us to where we are now 
gets us to where we're going in the next five years in terms of like the wine space um and how maybe uh we can change it um despite this like false american notion that american individualistic choices can make a big difference so you know but stop using plastic straws guys it's not it's not um, the plastic manufacturer's fault. If we all the stopped drinking Moscato da Asti, all the seals would be happy. Correct. Correct. If you stopped using cork in your uh, wine bottles, guys, um, the world would be a better place because then there'd still be trees for, from cork. You know, you know that, you know that problem. I have a, um, a book that someone gave me to read to my son. It's like a kid's book. Right. And it's like how to save the earth. And it's like, if you turn off your water, when you're brushing your teeth, <laughs> There's more water in the rivers for the fish. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what am I teaching this dude? It's like if you if you use a cloth bag instead of a paper bag, there's more trees for bears to climb on. I'm like, what? Bears don't want to climb on trees. This is so weird. <laughs> yeah, bears don't climb trees. I'm like, I'm gonna, they need to make a kid's version of like the anarchist cookbook or something. That's what I got to give myself. How to build a pipe bomb. <laughs> yeah. With okay. Lego. <laughs> it's like there's this series of like little little genius books where it's like, this is Frida Kahlo and she liked painting eyebrows. I want one of those, but for Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Give that to my son. I would say that's the only individual action you can do in capitalism that makes a difference. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You could, uh, and you just want to get the beep button. You could, you could <laughs> <kill> senator. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was waiting. I was waiting for how quickly we could devolve to a 9/11 reference, but I guess here we are, comrades. No, <laughs> it is absolutely insane. Like uh, just just talking about capitalism on a whole in the wine industry, and just being like, it's funny because we we've highlighted these these cheap bottles, and you know, spoiler alert, they're not going to be good. They, 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 no one's expecting them to be good. Maybe we'll be surprised, but like, I think it's so funny because. Well, good for who? And this is a, this is a funny qualification that I want to always ask for for this kind of question and this kind of audience, right? It's like the, obviously the, these things are making money. That's that's the reason why they're being produced. And like someone mm-hmm. like oh, I don't know, like Trinchero Family Estates is making something like millions and millions of cases of wine every year with like variety labels from a place like California, who's not really known for making things like Gewurztraminer, for example, um, or like looking at it on a quality perspective, right? We, we also, always, I think, always just have to reconcile this idea of like, this is, this is as correct a version of something for who, um, who's willing to pay X amount of money for an experience that's somewhat rarefied, where yeah. wine isn't quite every day, mm-hmm. right? Or, or if it is, it's, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's almost like a problematic every day because it's like they're, they're not branching out past this idea of like what what this can bring you to. It's a double-edged sword in that like something like this could be a, a nice gateway wine for someone. You know, I, I from personal example, for like I know I know a few people whose first forays into wine was like barefoot and mm-hmm. now they're Psalms. And it's like, well, that's that's. The, the natural progression that we could see from something like this, in which case it's good. But at the same time, it's like, well, how, how, we, what, what, what bigger questions we want? Not a good outcome. Well, it's sure. The worst <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, like, um, in, in terms of like wanting to understand something like way more fully, you know, like there's, there's, there's pros and cons to everything. But I think like the, the biggest, the biggest con is that like, we don't know all of these other things that go along into producing this thing sure. because, 
like of the one of the wines that we talk about in a normal basis, for example, right? Like we talk about wines whose producers we know, whose winemakers like we're intimate with, like people, these are these are like who places that we've been to. Um and for a lot of these places, it's like, well, here's a picture of a vineyard and it's not where the Nothing. grapes came from necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And like that sounds like a stock photo. <laughs> oh, this wine's from California. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Like a <laughs> I know the terroir of California. Place, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, even, even, and then to extend that into other places, right? You have like product of France, product of Italy. It's like great, but huge places, big countries, lots of people. I like, keep, how do we do that? I keep trying to smell this wine. <laughs> you keep wanting to like, do it's keeping me thinking I have COVID because I'm like <laughs> does it smell like anything I'm drinking the Dark Horse Pinot Grigio uh, as my first um, foray here and is it, I think, does it what do you think about Pinot Grigio as, a, as, a, as this kind of like market example by the way well this is like this is bringing me back to like the first time I ever tried Pinot Grigio which wasn't I don't think this brand even existed but it was whatever existed before this brand that did the exact same thing um on this label it says dry balanced crisp and like it's hard to argue with any of those statements i would say as there's no perceptible sweetness that i can tell i guess if there was one defining flavor it was like an indefinable crispness it doesn't even taste like a certain fruit or anything it's just like okay and um it's completely inoffensive and like it was eight ninety nine. Like I understand why someone wanted to buy this. Um, it's not like disgusting, but like I'm thinking. I've been thinking a lot about coming on this episode today, and like the fact that we're we're doing essentially entirely flawless wines. Mm-hmm. Exactly, technically flawless wines that have absolutely zero character, anything to say to you other than like it tastes kind of like wine, and you're going to be drunker than when you started. <laughs> yeah, I think these fall under a rubric of like, here's what the textbook version of that thing is. Yeah. And then it stops at the paper. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's there's no, I, we talk a little bit about like energy and verve and, and mm-hmm. like, even just like the human touch of like, you know, being able to make mistakes. And I think that that's why it's really exciting for us when we see, some, when we see something with like Brett and VA kind of like working together to get to a final product. Or when we see something that's like, um, on the edges of being mousy, but like still somewhat pleasurable, you know, like that for us, like there's, there's, there's a really interesting mystique that, that like the human touch really lends here. And it's like, there's points where that gets lost completely to just to sacrifice it for the idea of like a standard product. Right. Like, and we can, we can, we can see kind of the run through of where that started, like with champagne in the 1600s, sherry in the 1800s and like Madeira and port, to follow to see like an in, like basically the globalization of wine started with this idea that like we have to flatten an experience somehow we have to make sure that these wines can last a global journey on a on a big ship that goes through like humidity and like weather and all these other things and pressure stuck changes on the suarez canal for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> the and the then and then is the best way to pronounce that <laughs> Um, but then also to, to, to get to, you know, to get to a point where like, it's, it's absolutely, uh, a global standard, right? Like to have like a, a fluency in a language that is a, a completely international when you can talk about Moscato in a, in a way that we just did, um, and understand that like, we're all probably tasting the exact same thing, 
that's in the glass. It's just that everything else past that, like we don't know who the person is who like made this. There's there's absolutely no people attached to us except for maybe a notion of celebrity, and we we all we all know for sure that those people don't fucking make these wines. Right. Like right. that's I think that that's that's the that's the line, right? Like we started seeing like the the smash of like artisanal ship go for globalization for the sake of economy or for the sake of capital like the when names started to become attached to wine which was like labeling um or like i guess the 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 initial starts of like branding and marketing well it's just it's just a shortcut for branding right i mean it's oh 100 when you're we were talking about like with cigarettes or whatever like this if you wanted to do a new kind of cigarette i don't think you could get into the market unless it was crush baby but those are now illegal, but also like <laughs> what? It's, still, it's still camel. And and my point being like, if you wanted to do a whole new brand of cigarette, it would have to be like, Oh, this is like the John Wayne cigarette. Like called that. Or like, I don't know who's a cool person that smokes. Um, Obama Bruno Mars, like the Barack Obama, <laughs> like whatever, like it, it, you could get in if you were like, had a celebrity name attached to it. But otherwise like there's so little market share left that you either have to do like really creative marketing in some way to be like oh we're apothic or whatever it is like we are kind of goth somehow i don't know but if you're kind of goth (laughs) this is the wine for you um or you end up with something else like 19 crimes which we'll all drink later which is like this is for like bad boys it's cool we we all do crimes (laughs) (laughs) because otherwise like why wouldn't you just drink barefoot or they all taste exactly the same and they all are they all have a pinot grigio they all have a chardonnay they all have a cab sauve 19 crimes probably doesn't have any white wines do they yeah i mean uh, I'm, I, I think i think they yeah. just start, they, they start they just started collaborating here's my favorite bit about all these celebrity bs things so snoop uh is associated with 19 crimes and i think he just started to get martha stewart Martha's onto a white it, wine yeah. label yeah. yeah so now she's got a chardonnay under Martha her name <laughs> it's okay. so Incredible. Yeah. My second favorite Martha and wine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wine shop will let me go in and just scan the labels without buying them. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I think they're sure. Let them try to stop you, is what I want to say. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Bring a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not one of the 19 crimes. <laughs> yeah. I am the perfect customer base. Now try me, bitch. <laughs> Um, oh man! This I, is you know, I, I I kind of wish we had done Viv for this. Would have also been really funny because like there is a there there's a little bit of a, a thing I just want to head off at the past that we we're drinking a lot of cheap wines, and I I don't think there's anything wrong with cheap wine. Um, I think it's just more apparent in our environment when capitalism's in like when it's it's obnoxious influence on the cheap end but we could have done this with Vuv. we could have done this with the orange swift wines we could which are like 30 bucks right yep. we could have done it with i don't fucking know um there's so many names uh, we, I, I i don't know uh, so there's there's wines called josh and chad and yeah like you know what i mean like there's there's so many there's so many other avenues that like Karen this kind Nielsen. of yeah, I'm sure that there's 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 probably a rosé named Karen, but but you know there's the the lanes that this thing Whispering can occupy Angel. is yeah. huge. Yeah, exactly. Like Which near twenty three dollars. I just I didn't want to spend that money on stuff I don't like, but I just want to put my cards on the table. Like it's not just cheap wine that's the problem. Like it, like I find it to be less not... of a problem with cheap wine. Yeah, because like, I, 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 exactly. I think I think that isn't that funny to drink this and then like 
my point on this Pinot Grigio is just like, that's fine. And that's what most people want from their glass of wine at the end of the day is like my kid threw up all over me speaking from experience and i need to feel better quickly <laughs> and like, fucking do it go for it put some ice yeah, cubes in it i don't give a fuck enjoy but it chuck that pinot grigio let's go <laughs> yeah but it's like that's what capitalism has done right i'm, I'm drinking mine out of the yeah. bottle um kind of ross testing it and it's um <laughs> i'm glad i'm not getting the full glass experience because that would suck real bad. Oh yeah, I'm drinking. I'm drinking my bartenura Moscato Dossi out of a Zalto because I'm a classy bitch. Um, Where but, did the blue glass come from with Moscato? I don't know. I think I think there's a sweet wine association with blue there's nun blue, and riesling. Blue nun, right? Um, and I think that that's just since transferred over in the same way that like frosted glass is somewhat almost always associated with Lancers or Matus, like in terms yeah. of rosé, like that's, that's a, that's two generations back from any of us, but you know, there's still ramifications in terms of the, the wider wine market about like yeah. what those things look like in the general American psyche. Like there's, there's, well, I think I, I just. Claude Levy Strauss talked about this in, in <laughs> the, the, the Savage Mind. It's crazy. It's almost like this is a bit of bricolage. No, but, but 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 isn't it like I think that there's there's a really interesting way that like these these markers for like uh, for wine as a culture, like for us, for example, like seeing like a I mean, see, if you see an Alsace flute mm -hmm. like in a wine shop, right, like. I think that's shorthand for all of us to know that something's going that's on with bad. that bottle. It's about to um, be a terrible or, or yeah, like. or a box boidle, right? Like there's mm -hmm. there's something that we can see that's like shorthand for something in terms of quality or flavor expectation or whatever else. Or I don't know, some dumb shit from a DOC that says like, hey, put it in a heavy ass glass bottle, and that's when you can call it California Cabernet. It's like right. that that like sometimes there's there's some notion of like here's what you should expect here's here's some of that um that's just bled down into um i don't know it's that it's the it's the cerulean sweater moment for for a lot of folks right it's like we're all we're all here picking the fucking belt that goes with that sweater mm -hmm. and then six months down the line like next thing you know you'll see i don't know like a a a, a green bottle with some cute art on it um, that you, that you can scan with your phone that everybody can use. It's like, that's that thing that a little bit of the trickle down of like the, the culture as a bigger picture, um, is, isn't, isn't reliant on people like tastemakers like us, but it's more reliant on like market forces that are like, <laughs> Hey, like, look, look at this as a, look at this as a bigger thing, you know, like spend your money on this instead of like someone trying to like provide you a proper experience. that says like, this is something you should look at because it's interesting. It's different. It's made by people. Well, it's just it's also just so funny because like the blue glass as we said is, is almost certainly a reference to the blue nun which doesn't exist anymore and mm -hmm. the people who drink it are hopefully all dead so yeah covid like, covid is a bitch <laughs> so like you know this this blue glass is a reference to a thing that no longer exists and it's it's right. you know it's kind of like uh it's just one of those like cool uh vestigial things that exist in culture where all of a sudden like you know you you no longer Blue is going to mean sweet forever, and no one's going to remember what the original thought was. You know, it's it's very very cool. It's very nice. Unfortunately, I do hate this wine. <laughs> <laughs> the oxygen exposure has not made it any better, and um, I can sense the areas of my teeth I haven't been brushing as well, and like there's like a good danger alert in my mouth, like. Um, 
Yeah, for I mean, for all of us drinking Moscato, I think like we've all gotten that like now there's like a film on your palate. <laughs> That's it's just not, like it's, it's like sugar. Not it's like just on my palate, yeah, but, yeah, but but it's like sugar and chemicals, and you're like, all right, cool. I think the other th- the other funny thing about like these very flawless wines is that you know they're 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 products of like the thing that we talked about earlier about standardization, right? But it's also like it's it's making something like as as shelf stable and as correct as possible but like we we again we always have to shift that needle of like who's this correct for like is it for the winery that's trying to sell it for like the lowest price possible etc or is it for the person who's like expecting that kind of like mom experience who's like you know I'm tired of my kids kind of shit like what is it um and i think we lose all sorts of context for for wines like these um because like we're, I think like it's just not as um, I don't know they're not as applicable in terms of like a special moment or like a special experience. But I think to their to their point and to their advantage, like sometimes like that's a good thing for these things. Yeah, I was thinking about um, you mentioned Vuv earlier, and there's like two things with that where it's like one, the Vuv bottle has succeeded because it, it means something like that the label. If you give someone that orange label and says Vuv Picot, everyone knows, oh, you spent some money on me and you're telling me so- like, congratulations. Like that's it's it's a it's a version of a Hallmark card that just costs, I don't know, fifty dollars, whatever Vuv costs. But not only that, now there's there's also like Cavas and Proseccos that have just Vuv-esque, the same color mm-hmm. orange writing that's very similar because because they just, you know, for people who can't drop 65 bucks, you still want to say congratulations. It's a shorthand for that now, right? So it's like, it's just like, even on the, the higher end of, of the pricing spectrum, like, to your point, that still exists that like, the distillation of a thought in, in a brand or a label or whatever. And that's what capitalism does the fucking best. It's like, hey, how can we simplify this as much as possible for every every level of income for every level of whatever. I mean, we have a friend who, who works at a, um, who works at a, um, a corporate law, law office. He's a lawyer. And he said, every time you'd go into the, any kitchen on any of the floors and you open the cabinets, it was stuffed to the gills with Vuclico because it is the corporate handshake. Like, Hey, nice job winning that case. I sent you a bottle of Vuv and none of them fucking drink it. So they just, put it in the closet and they say, Oh, someone will drink that eventually. And now there's 50 bottles of Vuclico <laughs> on every floor That's of so this cool. like five floor lawyer's office. Cause it's just, it's just a, Hey, nice job. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, I think you, you're, you're right in that there's a distillation of a thought or an idea. And like it, it, it's again, it's like the like flattening or the standardization yeah. or of, a, of an experience. But like, I think the second part of that is like, it, it does not ask what you're sacrificing when you do that. Right, which is which is the the bigger crime of the nineteen that like <laughs> we've, we've been speaking of impersonating wine. Yeah, I do. Yeah, actually, John, do you want to read all the nineteen crimes? I think that this just it's just funny. I do. I, I, I in fact, I, I very much do. I'm opening up the nineteen crimes. These are the crimes. Oh, I decanted mine. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab my my nineteen crimes actually. <laughs> So there are 19 crimes that get you transported to Australia. What is really, really, really funny, of course, is this is like, I just have to point out being transported to Australia was not only a terrible thing for the, the, the convict, 
but also terrible for um, the, the the native Australians. Like, it, what a vile wine label, which is just like, hey, remember when we used prisoners to do a genocide? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it is absolutely psychotic that like it is just this thing we talk about, like, oh, it's a prison society, yada yada yada, and like to imagine like it, it, just the sheer amount of violence inflicted on like the people who were there. Yeah. Um, and it's to like have if it there was a, a if there was a trail of tears wine or something, yeah. you'd be like, oh, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to mention that, that like Australia didn't stop being a penal colony until like what, 1865. Mm-hmm. And Australia also had um, laws to prevent non-white people from uh, uh, moving there until uh, up till 1960. Some odd, I believe they had the white Australia pro- policy. And then Burgundy didn't like rescind its laws about people menstruating in cellars until the 1980s. Like we're just <laughs> we're just living in a world where where like the white man's choosing the rules because it's it's what they want to do. So the the crimes are <clears throat> grand larceny, theft over the value of one shilling, petty larceny, theft under one shilling, buying or receiving stolen goods, jewels, and plate, stealing lead, iron, or copper or buying or receiving, impersonating an Egyptian, and in that sentence, Egyptian is um, uh, probably more likely like meant gypsy, as in like a, a itinerant traveler. I just, love that. I just love that someone could dress up in like a pharaoh costume <laughs> and get sent to Australia. Steve Martin, you're under arrest. Yeah, <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> you have to go become a warlord in Australia, stealing from furnished lodgings, setting fire to underwood, stealing letters, <laughs> Advancing the postage or Stealing secreting lettuce? the money. Le- letters. I was being oh. English. Oh, got it. <laughs> Assault with an intent to rob. Stealing fish from a pond or river. Stealing roots, <laughs> trees, or plants or destroying them. Which, by the way, is how um, the California wine industry started. Which is Correct. Uh, bigamy, which is also how the California wine industry started. <laughs> um, assaulting, cutting, or burning clothes. Counterfeiting the copper coin with an ellipsis at the end of it. I love that. They're like, Girl, there's a story, but we don't want to get into it right now. Uh, clandestine marriage, uh, stealing a shroud out of a grave, and That's I so do. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Like, that how many times does that have to happen for it to oh, be enlisted yeah. and listed as a crime? According they to Assassin's Creed, it happens a lot. Um, <laughs> watermen carrying too many passengers in the Thames, if any, drowned. Incorrigible <laughs> rogues who broke out of prison, and then embulling naval stores. In certain cases, mm. and sometimes why is that plus one? Yeah, <laughs> not <exactly>. always. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love that cool. they like they just, they just kept capitalizing on this idea of um, how many times does it say on your labels uh, the word rogue, um, or you know what I mean? Like, uh, like you guys are breaking rules by well, what's like, so interesting to me about um, about the like the Snoop Dogg and now uh, Martha Stewart tie-ins to this is like in all the other ones, the thing is like, Hey, you can learn what, what this guy's crime was or whatever, but they kind of don't talk about what Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's crimes are because they're celebrities. <laughs> so like Martha Stewart's not like going to like, like, Hey, so I was arrested for insider trading. It was, uh, I fucked over a lot of people, but it was cool. I could crochet and like, um, I learned a lot of new skills. It wasn't that bad. Like, you're not going to want to talk about that. So it's like, you know, both of these people have 
in theory like been arrested for a crime but they just don't want to talk about it so that's that's fine that's fair but why are they on the 19 crimes label then it's a very crimes tells the true story of rule breakers who beat the odds overcame adversity adversity and went to become folk heroes in their society again that's fucking disgusting like hey let's send a bunch of criminals to a uh, a, you know a a fucking society that was designed to um avoid hierarchies what could happen oh i i wonder if maybe they'll kill them all yeah i mean there's also like dangerous parallels to like the marijuana industry as we're talking about it now right where like people the people who are benefiting directly from the profiting of something like you've excluded the people who you've been trying to like punish the entire time um only because they were trying to make some sort of like money or capital or whatever else like there's no i don't know like there still isn't all that much chat about like race and wine right like hello but it's always it's always come up that like oh it's a woman winemaker it's like great like there's an there's a lot (laughs) but but the the minute there's chat about like oh there's a black winemaker it's like it's very quiet there's there anytime there's a chat about like i mean i i can count on like what a hand how many like asian winemakers that i know off of that i can like think of off the top of my head it's like that's it's sad but at the same time it's kind of like well there's uh, or or even like even worse there's this many there's one uh, that i know who's like a native winemaker working on native land and it's like that's the we, we have a long way to go in terms of reconciling what this thing can do needs to do for like the, uh, i don't know the capital gg greater good of things um then again it's like like what are we going to do like when we're talking about greater goods and we're talking about like poison like alcohol like there's it's 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 all it's all this you know like what's what's worse in the long run um and it's like is it is it is it such a bad thing that people are trying to sell us like you know nine dollar bottles of wine um but we don't know what's going to go into their like if they're pesticiding or they're herbiciding or like how they're how they're getting all this stuff Probably out zero zero yeah, yeah. I mean, like my my this wine tastes like a melted Kool Aid, like popsicle, and it's like, uh, you know, there there goes all there goes all the 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 dry rosé kind of like fantasies that I had in my head about like oh, I'm hoping this might be fine, mm-hmm. um, and then you're just like eh, this is this is that experience, and it just tastes like I can. What do you think will happen if we call this um number that's on the back label? Should we do it? Let's fucking do it. Get, I think we should get him on the phone. It says contact us with questions or comments, and it's an eight 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 number. Yeah, call him and be like, <laughs> "Hey, how do you guys feel about about exploiting uh, the genocide of a people in Australia to sell wine?" <laughs> I wonder if I ask them exactly how the wine is made. Will they know? They'll say the normal like on the way. Other end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I love when some of these tech sheets just like are are just like yeah, these are made with grapes from well, this California. One doesn't say anywhere on the bottle, but on online it does say what the grapes are in the Cali blend. Um, and it's uh, wait, I have it pulled up somewhere. It's a majority, uh, of course, of uh, Petit Verdot, as you would expect. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. It's six. Where did it go? 65%. Oh, sorry. Petite Syrah. My mistake. <laughs> Petite Syrah and then Zinfandel and then 5% Merlot. I think, are they also kind of like going around circuitously like uh, a couple of like the, the AVA like rules by by like not actually saying California and just saying like Cali? 
Is that or, like they have they have vintages, right? So I think that, that that's technically that's from Lodi, and actually, yeah, they just say Cali, right? Cali, like right. it's not it's not even like California. Says when it says origin, <gasps> it says Cali, is Cali? but it like crosses. Yeah, and then it's like the, crossed like, off. Yeah. It also crossed off Snoop Dogg's That's name partially, which I wonder if, if they had to like pay him more if his name fully appeared or something. <laughs> <laughs> it just says like Noop Dog. That's his twin brother. <laughs> That's my cousin Noop Dog. <laughs> Um, Mine just has Nate Dog actually weird. Oh, that's 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 really cool. <laughs> um, well, uh, also this is from California, which is important to note that it has there are no crimes that get you sent to California except for like being like the dumbest person in your town, um, <laughs> <laughs> or breaking my heart. Um, oh, but it's, wow, that's but where it, it is. It's weird. Um, the 19 Crimes is an Australian uh, brand, and the other wines I just checked are made in Australia, but they have the California ones. That's the with Snoop Dogg in the same branding. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a Snoop Dogg exclusive, which is smart because that was like this is capitalism again doing its job. They're like, look, it's like yeah, we can get cheap grapes in Australia, obviously, but like we're selling most of this in America. We could save a lot of money if we could get cheap grapes here. But how are we gonna? How are we gonna like tie this to our theme? You get the two most famous criminals in America, of course. <laughs> I there you go. Off one. Yeah. The, who's the Theranos chick? Elizabeth, oh, Elizabeth Holmes oh, one? Oh, oh my oh. God. The blood blend. <laughs> Bloody red. <laughs> Kenneth, what one are you drinking? Are you on the... Oh. the, the... I'm on the Cali that Red. That face is so honestly, cool that you're making, is, man. It is... Disgusting. It's gross. I yeah. mean, it's really. Bad. Yeah, I mean, even so, even to your friends who are like non-wine people, do you think this wine would be like perfectly serviceable, or like, do you think that this would just be like bad to them? I have a cousin who drinks it. There you go. Um, I'm sure that someone enjoys it. Um, I hope that I don't know any of those people. I mean, I think like um, <laughs> I think like this wine would be like perfectly serviceable. Like, if I put an ice cube or two in this, like my mom would fucking love this in the rosé. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing with this, you know what? You're right. If, if I put some fruit and ice in it, sangria. I think it'd be really close to sangria. You can yeah. mix it with Coke, you know, whatever. Um, Cocaine? Cola. 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 <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, no, it's, it's weird too because it's like I was sort of envisioning uh, like, like big uh, oaky California Cabernet. Like, that was sort of what I was expecting because it's like Cali Red. But obviously, they can't afford fucking Cabernet to sell this for twelve ninety nine, and they—they're not spending money on fucking new. Yeah, oak no fucking, fucking way. Day. Or even like chips. They're like, maybe we'll sprinkle some sawdust in there. Yeah, but liquid like, smoke, yeah. baby. But it's, it's crazy. Accurate. So like that petite Syrah, which is just like what a grape. Um, mm. is just like slimy. It's just like a slimy fucking grape anyway. And it's just like th- that's like the defining characteristic of this wine. Is I feel a little bit like it's all big glycerin. red. A big red gl- like slug is on my tongue. Hmm. I guess I'm not going to get it's drunk like this It's like so grapey. It's like it's like Manischewitz um worked out all summer. Yeah, got yeah. yoked. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking like reddish. reddish. 
Can we talk about how yoked Anthony is this season? Or have you guys not watched yet? I thought we don't like queer. Um, I've watched and he's so, so yoked. yoked. Okay. He like accidentally got into an accident and lost all his sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you're like, where's your shirt, Anthony? What's going on? You're the chef. You should be covered. Well, no, You're going to burn sure. your nipples. Doesn't he have that woman who's just like doing all the cooking for him and picking out the ingredients and he's just eye candy now? I think probably, yeah. The I can't remember if it's a guy or girl. He's like my my mom's like whatever yeah. recipe, and he's like, sure, we'll make that. That's he's okay. literally every single episode. He's like, what do you like to make? Okay, we'll make that. And it's like they already know that one. That's the <laughs> point. <laughs> he's like, I got a new dog. He's like, he's really cute. I don't know. We stopped I worked watching out. Queer Eye because you told me it wasn't good. Season three, you were like, this is really boring and it feels like a commercial. And I no, said, I've, that's my opinion too. I'm not watching it anymore. You don't have to listen to me. A B. I, I've cried every single episode this season. It's actually one of their stronger seasons. It's very good. I have to go back in. I've been yeah. yeah, you can if you want to just cry, John. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, cry with background music on. You should just put queer yeah. eye. Yeah. Otherwise, you can just like quiet, quiet, cry quietly in your new apartment. <laughs> Fingers crossed, guys. Well, <laughs> I, I will say I always was in love with Anthony, and I was like, oh my god, he's perfect. And since he got all bulked mm-hmm. up. I feel like Kalama is my boo that now. Makes, yeah. Like, well, he like, was always the hottest. I feel like Anthony was like they pitched him to be the hottest, but like he's yeah. vapid. He also, it's you know, I liked that he cried a lot. He cries a lot. Like, this he's season. very emotional. Yeah. Anthony also, he now has like LeBron James shoulders. Like they're so big. It's just like <laughs> it doesn't work on his body. It's so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm wait- body no, but like, I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day that like that 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 man has. I mean, I, I'm sure he already does. But like some sort of like food product that's like tied into the whole like you know. Here's I would love if you like this is sleeveless Pinot Grigio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, does he not? He doesn't drink. I think right. I've never seen him with booze recommendations. I think one of them doesn't because whenever they cheers, one person always has a different drink. But I I forget who it is. Uh, um, the furniture guy was like an actor. Oh yeah, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby definitely. Yeah. Um, um, I think this is a really good segue into my um super yes. gay. Hey! <laughs> yes. I fucking support the shit out of that wine, bro. Don't let anyone tell you the different. Um, yeah, I've got a sign in my front yard says that says the same thing. It says, "Be proud, be yourself, equality for all." together love is love it basically says all the catchphrases in this house we believe (laughs) live laugh love feet it's marketing gay so hard and i'm so yeah i mean i don't know the the rainbow washing is real but like i I would also love to see like your track record with like hey did you help pass anti-hate crime legislation in your state like like, i'm sure they gave a lot of money to like Ted Cruz or something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 that it's that dumb kind of like I don't know. Like you look at you look at the stuff and you're like Jackson Family Wines is like a straight up just like funding terrorism in in America by like funding white nationalists. Okay, the bad kind of like getting them into They're Congress. Kind of you know what I mean? Not like eco terrorism. <laughs> but but you know it's like it, but the, but every June yeah but like come come every June it's one of these things where it's like hey. Like 
buy the rainbow bottle of this. And it's like, I, that's, that, that, that segues deeply into this idea of like the intersection of identity, capitalism and consumption. Right. And like, and, and I think that that's, that's, that's one of the things that's re, that's when it gets really, really harmful is that there's a little bit of an exploit exploitative um, uh, kind of manner to how we're approaching some of these. Um, like is there, is there, is there, what's the, what's the version of like, um, marketing this to like a black brand or like, what is, what is a, what does a black wine brand look like? Right. What is a gay? Um, yeah. To be honest, it looks like mascot. Yeah. But like, but like, what does gay wine look like? Like, but, but all these things, it's like where people want to segment you well, for the thing, I right? Mean, it's sweet rose. It's sweet bubbly mm-hmm. rosé. <laughs> That's what gay wine looks like to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we, the thing about, of course it's, it's cyclical, right? Um, this is what's okay. Take, take my area. Okay. I live in uh, Flatbush. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go and I was like, ah, this will be easy for me to find. Actually, some of those labels like the Cameron Diaz labels um, was not easy no, for me right, to find, same. but um, the mixed Moscato, if you grow up and you go to the liquor store and you're like, I'm going to get into drinking, I'm going to get into wine. I'm going to buy wine. This is what's available to you. Um, and eventually, I mean, this is really all you'll know. You're, it's not like you're walking randomly into, um, you know, company or wherever to like chest out wine and try get, get new the things. Tongs out. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, it's it's very cyclical. There, this is only the only things that are going into these wine shops are or liquor stores rather are these things, and then the taste that that that'll be forever where the taste is because that's all they know. We know um, in this area. It's like trying to get into books, but you're at the uh, you're at the airport uh, newsstand, and it's like, well, I got John Grisham and yeah. Harry Potter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both slap so slap. hard, yeah, but, but like, um, there's nothing. There's nothing deeper. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and so I think when they're when they're thinking about marketing these things to um, people, and I mean that that's the thing about the wines that we're drinking specifically today at, at the cheaper market. Um, it's for minorities yeah. essentially. Um, it is a higher class product, right? Because mm-hmm. I think wine in general is a fancy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oddly, no matter the price point, it's like you brought wine, you're classy. Yeah. Um, and it's like this kind of easy pickings mm-hmm. um, in that like, oh, you bought sparkling rosé, like you're fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's like also was interesting for me being in Beacon trying to find these wines. Like, um, it's easier to find the stuff that is traditionally marketed to the poor white communities. So there was a lot of um, like Rex, Rex Rooster, or whatever the fuck that's called. Oh, Rex Goliath. Rex My mom Goliath. Loves that. Yeah, and um, uh, Barefoot I think kind of transcends a little bit. But um, uh, what's the one with the little kangaroo? Yellowtail. Oh, Yellowtail. Thank you. Um, and then like prisoner or 19 crimes or dark horse uh, that are a little bit less like, as opposed to finding the Mary J Blige wine or mm-hmm. the Nicki Minaj wine, like those were not around. Isn't the and Mary J Blige very... wine good also? 
I have no idea. I've had the Ramato and it's actually yeah, it's delicious. Good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Actually, they um the first time I bought it was at Andre Max. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I I feel like it it that's an because we did a, we drank Dwayne Ray, Wade's right Dwayne Wade's, Wade's wine yeah. on um a bonus episode. Also was, very good. It was fucking great. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. So I guess you I love capitalism if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> But but I mean but but that's but again like that like that kind of question is like well who are we who are we ultimately marketing to right like I don't think those audiences have much intersection or there is some sort of like aspirational aspect to those things right like when you got enough yeah. money you're gonna buy Sun Goddess when you got enough money you're gonna go buy Three by Wedge if you got enough money you're gonna go buy Ace of Spades by Jay Z like there's right. there's there's levels to this mm-hmm. that are that are right. that are kind of like just like kind of said the 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 cycles that that involve those things and you know whether or not there's there's deeper kind of like cultural um intertwinings with all of those things like that's that's a different story right like whether or not like they're like uh, a good one would be like what's your association with 40s right mm-hmm. and we 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 touched upon this a little bit with Patrick where it's like if you're black that means something for you if you're white that means something for you very different yeah and and for for a lot of people to like imbue a lot of those kinds of like meanings with them, like obviously perception's one thing. Um, but the more important thing is kind of like, we, we talk about this all the time on this podcast and it's about intent and like what, what we're trying to get out, out of like this thing. And then for, for marketed products like this, like what's, what's the impact on the community actually? Like, or like, is, is, is black money going back to black communities, for example? Um, are, are industries like this actually like, regenerative or, or are they are they helping out somebody like what's what's a sustainability factor people love mar- like greenwashing um the the capitalist ideas that are like especially in, in the california side of things right for talk about organic sustainable mm-hmm. um but there's there's not a lot of talk about like you know uh fair labor uh farm workers like none of that in in especially in scales like this where you know people are picking like fruit per ton and it's like dollars like literal there's, single there's dollars literally no way you can make this wine in a way that was good for people and any like at this price point in some ways the, the the one that i could imagine being the most ethically made is almost the, the mixed moscato because you're using so little actual wine product mm-hmm. and then it's juice and sugar right. i mean you know at that point you at least like you, what we know because we work in the industry is like to get grape juice and it takes a lot of workers and the more workers you need to get that much grape juice, the more likely it is that those workers are being exploited. So if you have a product that inherently uses less grape juice, you would maybe even imagine that is somehow less, not, not exploitative, but maybe somehow less exploitative in that regard. But, but yeah, in any, in any of these instances, like it's, it's a process that like to get wine this cheap, the corners that need to be cut are not just philosophical corners. They're yeah. ethical corners. You know what I mean? Right. It's not just like, oh, well, they're moral adding, corners. They're adding yeah. a lot of tar- you know, tartaric acid to it. Like, no, they're also adding a lot of like blood of exploited workers to it. You know what I mean? That's the part that we, we overlook a lot. Like, beer. Well, I mean, I think inquiring about the background of what you're consuming is always the top level of, I mean, food, you know, <laughs> like if you're just a college student you're going to pick out some mac and cheese or you're going like to the supermarket to get something that will fill your yeah. stomach 
you're like different from a mom who's feeding her kid and like is going to Whole Foods because they want the best possible product. And then they're like, where did this chicken come from? And how is it grown? Mm -hmm. And blah, 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 blah. I mean, even with wine, I mean, it's past even the Vouv and the Dom mm -hmm. and the Cristal level. Who the fuck knows where they buy those grapes from? <laughs> like, uh, or like try and Google it. I mean, I uh, have, and it's very hard to figure there, out. There's been all these calls to not purchase these um, grocery products that uh, the Kellogg's workers that are on strike, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and when people are trying to get the word out about that, it's like, these are all the things you shouldn't be buying. And it's like 500 labels. And this is what capitalism has done. It's like everything has eaten itself to the point where like you don't even realize that by buying uh, a Keebler cookie, you're supporting Kellogg. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, they're all like a nesting doll inside of oh, each other. Not the elves. And like, that's happening. The elves, too. The elves can't stop working. It's actually the elves really have their own problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, th th that's what happens to certain levels with the wine too, where it's just like, who actually makes this? You, you don't know. I mean, barefoot is what is Gallo, right? Dude, my fucking, I got a, my, the, my roommate got a Furbo and I was like, what the fuck yeah, is happening? <laughs> and it just spit out a treat. And I was like, what is happening? Um, so that scared me. What's a, a Furbo? <laughs> is that like a Furby? So it's like a um, it's like a little device that you can um, watch your dog and it'll yeah. shoot out trees. <laughs> um, and so not only am I terrified, <laughs> uh, but I'm like, are you watching me right now? What, uh, shoot a tree well? out at you? <laughs> She should have tried at me. Yeah, that's what just happened. Maybe she's saying hi. I don't Maybe know. she's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry to uh, to derail the combo, but um, I will just say I terrible. did Google um, AJ and uh, Ian J Gallo's donations, and they have donated four million dollars to the Democratic Party and about one million to the Republican Party. Hey, well, honestly, Democrats fucking rule, dude. We not, no, 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 no matter who, nothing but weird. They do technically. They have done a lot of uh, child gay sacrifice, out, gay outreach since like the eighties. Supposedly, <laughs> gay outreach, just like hey. <laughs> <laughs> it all started back just in touching base. They donated with to the uh, San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. Oh. So yeah, they I mean, a story about how it's not just the Pride Week labels. It's like they've really they've been mm -hmm. here for a long time. But don't ask anything about their workers, you know. Their workers, I'm um, I'm certain are well taken care. Of. What's interesting about this is I've been thinking a lot about beer, and beer has its own fucked up labor issues. Like I mean, for instance, beer is has been going through a, a huge um, sexual harassment crisis. Um, it's always been going through one, but it's been it's been talked about recently. But one thing I will say, and I'm, I, I'm, if I'm wrong, someone should tell me. But there's not the same kind of exploitation crisis because, like, you buy grain and you have material, water. Yeah, yeah. The the raw materials are not the same. Like for wine to be so rarefied, to require like this kind of agriculture, it, there's going to be an aspect that is really, really, really vile. Now, the instant I say this, I'm wondering where does the wheat come from? Where does the grain come from? So perhaps. The, the 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 violence in, in the beer system is just hidden um but you know if we're gonna criticize grain where grain comes from then we are fucked for every aspect of society but like i mean the original sin of wine is is is, is labor 
And like, we can't get, get past it for any of these. Well, it, it seems like they just want to sweep it under the rug, I think mm-hmm. is, is the bigger thing, right? It's like, yeah, there's labor, but then there's also this like, well, yeah, but we can make money off of the fact that like, you're gay, you're looking for community. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, or like you're black and you're looking for community or like mm-hmm. you're, you're someone who's trying to identify with something and this is something that's like in your lane. Yeah, exactly. I take, it, I take it right back to cigarettes. I mean, first of all, tobacco, the history of farming tobacco is fucked up. And also like it literally murders the population and more likely low income and non-white people than white people. And yet it sells an image of coolness and it, you know what I mean? And it's like, it just, any, any like, like it's, that is capitalism distilled. It's like, we are going to make you allegiant, like so dedicated to the thing that is murdering you. It's like a George Saunders short story or something. It's just like very um, depressing. Welcome yes. to flawless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a- I definitely think this, um, barefoot gay uh bottling is uh, actually a trick and it's getting me to kill myself <laughs> <laughs> what if they put the uh, chemicals that turn the frogs straight in that wine <laughs> yeah i'm i'm straight now but i'm dying also same it's <laughs> <laughs> thanks wine <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh yeah that's a that's a nice place to land yeah yeah um cool uh well you know thank you for indulging us in this um wonderful what 10 episode journey um where we started talking about like you know very fun alive things and now to end with something that is like completely sterile um yet somehow way more problematic um than anything else that we'll encounter inside the bottle mm. um i think that's that's a that's a really interesting and a really i think like it opens up the possibility of like what um what the intents can look like in all of the things that we've been speaking about in the in the entire end of the series about how flaw and um humanity can like that intersection of messiness is absolutely okay um and how like the more we remove ourselves from that that um you lose you lose all sense of like not just identity but like that thing that we that we talk about in terms of like a spark or like the energy mm-hmm. um in in whatever else that we consume so thanks for thanks for doing this with us guys um thank thanks you so for much. having thanks us for having us it's so nice to not be in in charge um and uh um, all over the toilet seat You're not- <laughs> oh mm-hmm. uh but yeah where, where can the people find you uh john uh, wine ghosts it's a it's a new project i'm working on it's a little bit cerebral um no i'm just kidding i don't know if I can, where, where can you find us kevin I, uh there's a little website called uh discorgist.com regular slash Wait, what is it? Patreon.com regular slash Discorgious. <laughs> if you want to get, uh, see uh, what we're doing um, there, you can go uh, listen to our podcast, Discorgious. There's a zine good. that uh, a friend of ours uh, is the editor of. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Miguel. Um, you can see us on Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitter, but I barely check it. And I guess, we, I mean, we, we'll reveal the news here. Watch, watch out for our uh, uh, impending wine club news, guys. <laughs> 
Hey. So, Discorgeous Wine Club, uh, keep an eye out on your inboxes soon. And if you've only listened to Flawless, you've never listened to Discorgeous, and you've sensed that dramatic shift where we came on and it suddenly got like more existential and uh, full of dread. There's more of that on the Discorgeous <laughs> podcast. If that's your bag. We have depression. <laughs> You're like, I like this podcast, but it's a little too fun for me. Like, there's an alternative. So. Hey, it's still it's still optimistic, but just like responsibly so, you know. Yeah. Not this not in this optimistic. <laughs> well, um, well, I'm Miguel. I'm Kevin, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. I'm sure. Uh, this is the end of of the series, so um, keep plugging along if you want to listen back to any other episodes it's all available on spotify and wherever else you want to listen to your podcasts what happens um, if they listen to them backwards anything cool uh you will reference a couple things every once in a while but like for the most part you can kind of listen to them out of order because we do kind of like keep them in capsule a lot uh so yeah uh you can you can binge listen to us as a series there's only a few episodes a couple two-parters here and there um but yeah uh, thanks for listening, guys. This was such a treat. Thank you so much. Bye. See you around town. Keep drinking wine. Bye.